Welcome to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. This week, I'm sharing a recap of the top five episodes that have been the most popular, the most listened to episodes in 2021. So these have had the highest listens throughout the year and I thought it would be really useful to recap them for you. People are often asking me which podcast episodes they should listen to first. So this will be a really helpful way for you to dive in to the most popular ones to get you started or enable you to recap any that you've missed. And even if you've heard them before, it's often useful to get a reminder of key messages. Welcome to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stress, doubt and overwhelm so that I help you to increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. So I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and wellbeing trainer, helping you and your workforce to increase performance without the impact on your well-being, so that you can make the impact that you want in the world. Now, I know you're probably sick of hearing me ask this, but please do hit the little subscribe button on your podcast app so that you never miss another episode. Also, please do make sure that you go over and leave me a review. It helps enormously for podcast host places to know what you like and importantly, to be able to share it with other people. Recently I've got a lovely mix of both one-to-one coaching with individuals, um, group coaching for managers in organisations and then working with businesses with a series of workshops that are going to help improve work life and well-being. And if you're thinking about what you're going to be doing in 2022, then my top tip for you is to be looking at resilience again and also revisiting some of those work-life boundaries. Some people are still struggling with the hybrid working, switching on emails early, not working their usual hours, working far more. So those are the areas that you can focus on. And if you want more, then do get in touch with me. We can book a call and talk about what are the common themes that I'm seeing and what sort of things might be able to help you individually or with your organisation. Get in touch with me, Emma at emmalangton.com. I'd love to hear from you. So welcome back listeners and as I said in the intro I'm sharing a recap of the top five episodes that are the most listened to in 2021. We start with episode 18 which was called Boundaries for Leaders. What I'm sharing in this is about good leadership boundaries that enhance workforce behaviour This stops the workforce behaviour from being pulled down and taking things away from values, mission, purpose and results. 
you can listen to more of this episode about why boundaries are my favourite subject, which if you've been a long-term listener, you will know that by now, and why I think they are so essential in business, in organisation and in life. As a snippet, what I do say is boundaries enable us to be clear and consistent. And they're not about being rigid, harsh, strict or punitive, which is often what people think they are. But neither are they something that is flimsy and non-existent. Boundaries enable you as an individual, as a leader, to be firm, fair and clear. So in short, I say that boundaries create respect. And you know what happens when we've got respect. You know, we've got trust and all sorts of other good things happening. So it's helpful for you. It's helpful for everybody else. So the link is in the show notes, but do go over, have a listen. So that's uh, episode 18, Boundaries for Leaders. And then the next most listened to is episode 21, Preventing Leadership Fatigue and Burnout. Now, although this was published back in June, it's still relevant now and I expect it will be right through 2022. I've been hearing about lots of people experiencing burnout, extreme fatigue and people struggling. And indeed, some of my one-to-one coaching clients have had this problem too. So this episode is still going to be so helpful. I share some detail about how burnout is characterised by emotional exhaustion and usually attributed to the professional role that you have. Therefore, maintaining that work-life balance is vital to prevent burnout. But the difficulty that I do recognise and talk about in the episode is that often fatigue and burnout happens because the leaders do love their jobs or feel a sense of responsibility or perhaps they struggle to delegate. And in fact, there can be a host of different factors because everyone is different. What I share in this episode is about the important thing is to ensure that you know what affects you and more helpfully that you're able to spot the signs in for you and in your leadership team too. And then I dig into some more information about things that you can do to implement a bit more balance that supports your performance that isn't necessarily always about working less, but maybe smarter or other things that I dig into. Um, So I share how you can spot the signs, how you can do away with decision fatigue, because it's not necessarily about the hours, but it's about that, that kind of brain performance, if you like. Um, address the stress and master your mindset. So that's another great episode that you can have another listen to for some deeper understanding and help and support on that one. The next one is episode 15 uh, entitled Resilient Leadership and I cover my six pillars of resilience. So this episode gives you an insight into my resilience workshops and training. Now, delightfully for me, in January, one organisation has already booked me to deliver eight resilience workshops for their organisation that incorporates five one-hour sessions for all their staff and then three two-hour sessions to enable all the managers uh, to go through the workshop and 
sections of the pillars of resilience. So if you want an insight into what is covered, go over to this episode. You can hear me talk about what resilience is, because often there's a misunderstanding, how resilience impacts you in leadership and with your employees. And I break down what the six pillars of resilience are in my model. So I also share that Accenture concluded that resilience may be the new criterion for professional advancement. And honestly, I'd wholeheartedly back that up. Um, With business and economic challenge, being the way it is, there's a big impact on the way that a leader handles pressure. So it's likely to have a huge impact on performance and the overall success of an organisation. So resilience is critical to survive the challenges ahead that we've got in 2022 and beyond, you know, that have come from lockdown in the during and after and whatever 22 is going to bring. So do go over and listen to that and obviously do get in touch with me if you want to book any of that space for resilience or obviously some of the other training that I do as well for organisations. The next episode is episode 38 where I talk through seven steps to a winning wellbeing plan. So this is a process that I go through with organisations when we're looking at creating an entire wellbeing plan. Now, obviously, January is a great time to put this in place, but it can happen at any time of the year. And if you're not on my newsletter, then do get signed up to it. There's links on my website at mlangton.com. Because in the January edition of my newsletter, I'll be giving away more info and a little freebie about these seven steps too. But within the episode, if you want to go over and have a listen, you'll hear that I'm talking through the seven steps that you can take to create that winning wellbeing plan in your organisation. And I share exactly what are good things to do and what to put in there so that you're not then just doing knee-jerk reactions and plugging gaps. So as a quick rundown in the episode, we look at the issues that you have, the needs of the organisation, What are going to be the benefits? What are going to be the barriers? And then we look at creating the plan. So there's a lot of work beforehand. And then we look at implementation and obviously review. It's always important to review and look back and assess. And as I said, I talked to HR and wellbeing leads who are looking at these plans uh, for the future that want to implement and support the people in their organisations. So go and grab that episode or again, get in touch with me, I suppose, about that one too. And then finally, it's episode 13, Managing Stress During Lockdown. Now, this episode is not just relevant for back when we were in lockdown and I'm not even going to speculate on whatever there might be in the future, but it does share what common stress responses look like so that you can spot the signs both for yourself and for the people around you. And I share what we need to do with the stress to ensure that we don't stay in that stressful state for too long. I know everybody says that some stress is good for us, but it's not good for us on a long-term basis. So ensuring that you don't stay in that stress response for too long is important. And I talk about how we must give ourselves time to accept, to react and to adjust 
and then move forward into creating whatever our kind of new normal looks like. So that's also a really good episode to have another listen to. Now, all of these topics are definitely things that I work on one-to-one or in workshops and groups, either with individuals or with organisations. I'm always looking at boundaries for for your people or for your leaders. Obviously, looking at leadership fatigue and burnout is a bit of a given that's combined with resilience and stress management and healthy boundaries and things that are incorporated into my workshops. The resilience leaders and the well-being plans that you can put in place as well as the managing stress. So I really hope that that's helpful for you. As a quick recap, all the links will be in the show notes and in the listing that will be on my website under podcasts. So go over to www.emmalankton.com for any more information or drop me an email if you want to talk about any of these things. Otherwise, I wish you a very, very happy new year. I hope 2022 is good for you. Can't get much worse, surely, can it? And um, I'm here for you if there's any questions or any levels of support that you need. Thank you so much for your support and listening. I wish you the very best for the new year. Bye for now.